we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency health alert and current event updates for April 20th, 2020. Next report, uh, about a nine-minute clip here from um, Alex Jones, and it's entitled Insane Satanic 5G Being Installed All Over the Earth and the Wuhan Bioweapons Chief Runs Facebook Censorship. And like I said, some of the, you know, he's just got the biggest news network out there. He's able to get to some stuff that no no one else is really able to cover. He's got all these. So it's not that I'm giving some blanket endorsement of Alex Jones, but there are certain things. Um, he's still pretty much on the Trump train. You know, although Dave Dave Hodges has got off, and some others ha are now finally getting off. They're be getting it's gotten so obvious that they've had no choice. Um, he's still clinging on there, and um, but there's a lot of other things that that he covers uh, as of late that that you know have been very important. So I'll go ahead and play this. I want nothing more than humanity to defeat this AI, five G, positronic genetic engineer warfare takeover if we don't succeed not one child will have a future the extermination has begun the incremental ambient background noise of the electromagnetic radiation is being jacked up on high all over the world People are watching 5G go in by their house and the trees die within yeah. weeks. Yes. The grass begins to gnarl and brown. Yeah, I, I watched that. I think they might even play the video in the background here. A video the other day, a guy was, he walked up to this tree and one side of the tree was green and had bark on it. And then he looked on the other side and he's filming and he's not showing you what's above it. And on the other side, the bark's all gone, and the tr and the leaves are all dead. And he then he pans up to this LED light, street light. Now, and again, you'd think, well, what do you mean LED street? Well, those that is also a horrible source of these EMFs. They're they're bioweapon, um, not bioweapons, but they're they're um, they're weapons essentially, and electrical grid type EMF weapons. Uh, so that's part of the system too, the LED lighting system, and I have got into that uh, as well. So that's all commingled and interconnected with the 5G kill grid. And unfortunately, this is just the day and time we, we, we're in right now. The birds move their nest. And the studies are coming out everywhere. Yeah, he's playing that exact video. in the, the And there's literally a little um, antenna on top of that on top of that um, LED street lamp. Now, that's the exact, it looks like the exact same light. It wasn't too long ago, I played a video and it was in the UK, and I don't know if that, if this footage is from the UK, I think it is, where they got one of these lights and they broke it open and the guy was a, was like an expert in this area and he was showing you this is a, this is a weapon. This isn't something to light the streets, that's the facade of what it is. It is a very powerful electromagnetic kill grid type weapon and surveillance device and this is what is being done all over the planet alongside the 5g and the you know the cell phone towers with it built in there and all of the other stuff they're doing with the satellites they're launching into space and you know that's what we're facing 
that the 5G towers are three, four, five, ten times stronger than even the FCC says they're allowed to have. And at the FCC agreed level, massive increases in cancer. Oh, you're burning inside now. That microwave's rubbing your molecules together. And you're burning inside. And soon, you will die. <laughs> and the globalists think you're so stupid that when you're all dying, you won't even notice it. You ready to die? Hope so, because you're dying right now. Let's lay it out, ladies and gentlemen. All over the place, people are putting up time-lapse footage and, and photos of it going in and the trees dying. Yeah. And it's in the studies they do that with the older systems that weren't as strong. They're pouring in from Maryland. Yeah, this is another one, 5G antenna. It's a little 5G antenna on top of a light pole, I guess, here. Um, no testing for human safety. Destruct destructures water breaks dna and decreases fertility not to mention the the horrible effects on um, plants and animals and it's showing a tree and the top part of the tree is the leaves are all brown and turning brown the bottom part's still green um and nearly a million of all these are going up all over the u.s alone in another 12 to twenty thousand satellites beaming it onto the earth well it's over I know that they, they upped that to, I think, over 30,000 satellites. So, um, you know, they're just trying to, to put us into a situation where there's just absolutely zero escape. And again, really the only remedy, true remedy for any of this is, is crying out to God for protection. Yes, there are practical things that you can do. But crying out to God for protection... There's no reason you can't pray that God shield you from these things. That God shield you and protect you from these EMFs. I mean, he created the universe. He's capable of doing that. But if you never pray that, you know, I, I, I don't see you gaining something that you never actually ever ask for. Because Jesus said, you, you have not because you ask not. And then he went on to say, and then... You also have not because you ask amiss, wanting to consume it upon your own lust. And that's if you're asking, well, gosh, Lord, I need a, I need a new Ferrari. That would be asking amiss. That would be asking for something you don't need type of thing. Um, so, it, you know, just a little thing there. But, yeah, there, there's these pictures in the background here if you want to see what this looks like on this video. Texas, California. People that didn't even believe it openly see it. The microwave. And it's strong. Hey, but while you're dying, slowly, while your chest is all tight because it pushes oxygen out of your lungs, in the studies, that's why it's been banned in Switzerland. It pushes the trace gas oxygen out of your lungs. Look it up. Look up 5G studies. Yes. And oxygen. By the way, we had Dr. Group on in 2018 on my show on Owen's War Room. 
laying it all out and the specifics. And then it lowers your immunity so that viruses, period, are able to enter the cells. The residents of 5G. You see how that would work with the COVID-19? In the COVID-19, a lot of the, the signs and symptoms regarding all the lung things that are going on where people can't catch a breath. And the one doctor that I played last week said it's like these people have been taken up in a plane and, and you know, the air the air uh, let out of the plane. It's like they're trying to breathe at 30,000 feet. Well, then you combine that with 5G, which, again, is, is all part of the problem. It's 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 part of what really needs to happen in conjunction with COVID-19 in order for it to really have maximal effect, you know. Now, then there's a lot of other factors that would set you up for if you're elderly and you've got all these other underlying health conditions, if you're a male, and I've got into all those other things before. But if you're already in a 5G kill grid type city and you get COVID-19, and you're in one of the hospitals that are bathing you in 5G, yeah, that's a real bad place to be. Because you're not going to be able to get any oxygen into the system. Perfectly tuned to push viruses over the cell barrier and to give them penetration. See, they don't want you to know the things that coat the cells that are naturally occurring that block viruses going through and replicating. The system, the corporate media is doing everything it can publicly to block people learning about vitamin D, vitamin A, vitamin C, zinc. Mm -hmm. They tell the president, shut up when he talks about it. And then medical doctors go on local news and say, no, it's incredible. It's absolutely vital. It's on the NIH website that you die without zinc. And the feds are in panel. And just so you know, I've gotten almost, other than the innate... Uh, like the innate C400 and the innate 5000. To be quite honest with you, I don't see any reason to even carry that particular 5000 international unit D3 from innate anymore because the one that I've brought in from Da Vinci Labs and the one I brought in from Biotics are actually a better value and better products in general. And the same, they're, they're really better at, at actually a little bit better price. So... Um, this has kind of forced me to look at other product lines, and some of what I found is actually better. So, um, but I've gotten almost every, almost everything back in stock on the immune system line. I actually got my silver back in stock as well. Um, I was out for about three weeks. I've never, ever in my all the years I've ever been in ministry been out of. I had one bottle of fifty ppm on the shelf for weeks. I've never had that happen. That's how much demand there was for my personal um, inventory of the silver. Um, but I, I did. I, I got everything back in stock and everything. But I just wanted to kind of let people know because I, I get a lot of emails regarding that. And I do have a doc, a document that has everything listed out, what my recommendations are and that type of thing. Um that I can send out. And I've been posting that. I typically will post that within the PDF that I'm putting out. Sometimes I remember, sometimes I don't. Uh, but you can always look at other PDFs too. If you don't find it in a particular one, you'll you'll find it in there. Uh, but I just wanted to kind of make that little announcement as well.
grand juries to arrest people that say zinc is important. <laughs> that is the level of the evil that this country faces and the world. And the World Health Organization, the Associated Press reported two days ago, knew the virus came from the Wuhan lab, knew it was weaponized, knew it was spreading, and they covered it up and then told Trump, don't block flights from China, you're a xenophobe. That's the Associated Press. Yeah. And I'm not denying that that happened. I, I, I think Trump is like a paid actor, and he's fulfilling his role, and he's going along with what he's being told to do. Uh, but ultimately, he's going to probably be blamed for a ton of... And they're, they're already doing that and use use him as a scapegoat. They wouldn't want to use somebody like Obama as a scapegoat because he more overtly, openly fulfills their agenda as a leftist, as, you know... But oh, Trump's supposed to represent conservatives, so that's the one they would want to, even though he's a figurehead, that's the one they would really want to blame and put all this on so that all conservatives, all Christians, which are lumped in under the Trump banner, can be demonized. But Facebook has announced AP will not be allowed to be shared on its platform, and anyone sharing the article will be banned. I'm going to show you those articles here in a moment. I'm going to say that again. They told you 10 weeks ago when we told you it came from Wuhan, from the bioweapons lab, that we were evil. And thank God we're blocked so many places. And that I need to be arrested for putting out disinformation and fear. But we knew from the author of the bioweapons law and from scientists, prestigious universities, and now it's on Infowars.com. Nobel Prize winning scientist that discovered HIV has gone public saying he has looked at the data. It is 100% Chimera man-made in a lab. But you don't listen to the Nobel Prize winner. Stories on Infowars.com. And you don't share it on Facebook or Twitter, you dirty scum Americans. Because the communist Chinese run America now and run the media and own Hollywood. And it's on record that they're... Again, he'll never, ever call out the synagogue of Satan, though, regarding their role that they play in all of this. And I'm not talking all Jews. I'm saying the people at the at the top of the food chain there. He doesn't... He just blames China. And, I, and again, I think that's why he's controlled opposition to a certain extent, for sure. Um, there are a lot of things that, like this, that... But then he'll just blame China. He won't... Well, look at the Rothschilds, the ones that own Trump, bought, sold, and paid for, or the Rockefellers, or the synagogue of Satan families. And um, so there's there's lines that just he won't cross. And a lot of other people also on alternative media. People have control, and the Chinese communists are the moderators on Twitter, and former Stasi are the moderators on Facebook. But wait, it gets better. It gets better. Guess who runs Facebook's science division, runs it, and decides what you can say about zinc, vitamin D, hydroxychloroquine. Who says on Facebook that the president's a liar and there's no hope? Only Bill Gates can save you.
one of the top scientists at the Wuhan Bioweapons Lab. <laughs> wow! They the, This Dr. Danielle Anderson runs of of this Wuhan bio, you know, where they actually created, they, they made the final tweaks to the um, COVID-19 bioweapon that was released. They, she's one of the ones that run Facebook censorship. <laughs> I, it's, it's almost even hard to um, comprehend. She worked at the Wuhan bio lab. You can't make this up. They've hired Stasi. They've hired Chicoms. They run it. And now Dr. Danielle Anderson, one of the top scientist at the Wuhan lab with U.S. Bill Gates funding says AP is banned. Does it matter if a whistleblower released the documents? No, 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 dirty Americans. You keep your filthy mouth shut and you stay in your house with the 5G towers going in and you wait for Bill Gates coming with his forced shot. You will take it. Do you understand, filthy scum? You know who the Stasi are, folks? They're the East German police that were worse than the KGB and NKVD. They've hired over 10,000 of them to run Facebook. We first reported on it six years ago when it started. By the way, I remember seeing that Marcus Wolf, the former head of the Stasi, was hired by the Democrats as a consultant to Homeland Security. He was the head of it. I remember hearing that and didn't believe it. It, it, it turned out it was true. He was paid a million dollars a year to set this up. And now, one of the top scientists at the bioweapons lab runs Facebook science check and tells you what science is and what science isn't. And AP is live. And I'm sorry, but who looks like a total trainee. I can't tell if it's a man or a woman. And that's the one. This is the one at the Wuhan Biolab, the top scientist. She works at the lab, not a conflict of interest. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. But don't worry, when we come back, all over the world they're saying, report your parents. They're telling people in their little daily videos that are sent to them. This CBC thing is sent to the kids at home. And CNN is sent for 10 minutes every day for public school kids all over the country. CNN's the first 10 minutes they watch. And it's telling them, too. Watch, Mommy. Watch, Daddy. I'm going to show you the video. Of course. You're like, how did we wake up in 1984? It's how wars operate. They build up, they build up, they build up. And then finally they emerge and... You're hit by the Megaton Blast. Okay, now this goes on for another 15 minutes. Um, he kind of gets a little off point. So I'm going to stop it there. You can watch the whole video at the link I'm going to be providing in the um, the PDF for this date. Let's go ahead and uh, let's go to the next video here. Or the next audio. And uh, Now this is Ted and Austin radio show for April uh, 17th. Uh, some of the stuff talked about in this video montana will not comply with hunting ban. uh they get a text about pansies in the pulpit which is a which is a whole other subject i really haven't touched upon a lot as of yet uh ted goes into a discussion concerning the responsibilities of the pulpit 
the the problem is they're five hundred one c three and they're gelded, you know, and this is why this is happening. Uh, how the churches have been compromised using the Johnson Amendment and the and the Schofield Bible. How the rapture theology has been used to nullify the power of the church. Now again, whether you're pre, post, mid trib, whatever, I'm not here to get into a thing, but it's undeniable that. A ton of people that do believe in pre-trip rapture that's been an excuse for a, and i'm not saying everybody for but for a large swath of people that believe in the pre-trip rapture to sit back and do nothing and say well it doesn't matter i'm going to be raptured out of here before it gets bad that i don't see how that could be really argued and a lot of people that should have been working for god and i'm not talking about my listeners i'm just saying in general i've been around enough of them i went to enough churches where you know they're just like well it's it's just going to get more and more wicked and evil and then we're finally going to get raptured and they do nothing for god in the time they they have here because they're like well i you know i'm gonna be out of here anyway so why bother you know uh now again i'm not making blanket statements i'm just saying that does happen that's undeniable that dynamic for a large percentage of them does happen then you combine that with being in a 501c3 church where the pastors are gelded, there's a spiritual dynamic going on there that we really can't see because they are yoked up with the government because the government did give them their right to exist. And the, and the pastors don't want to um, violate anything on their 501c3 charter type of thing. they got to watch what they say. And, you know, then the whole love of money is the root of all evil thing, and that kicks in. So there's a lot of factors that play at many, many 501c3 churches. And he kind of gets into that. Michigan's governor to punish the state because of protests. Uh, and anyway, I'm going to go ahead and play this. Now we're finding that Zuckerberg and Bill Gates, along with many other American billionaires, actually sit on the board of the Xingxiao University School of Economics and Management in China, hosted by Wang Qusong, the vice president of the Republic of China, and it was established in the year 2000 with annual meetings. Another article that we've now been seeing published is discussing the WHO director and his involvement in terrorist behavior and is linked to China. China, Bill Gates, have been instrumental in installing Tedros Cabreras, the former terrorist in Africa and the first non-doctor director of the World Health Organization. So we're going to do some more digging and research into that over the weekend. And back to the vitamin C, if you guys have seen the articles we posted from Orthomolecular Medicine News Services, and guys, these are not just random posts that just pop up out of nowhere. This website has an editorial review board of 46 very, very credible doctors, many of which have been involved in world-class studies from all over the world, Australia, Spain, USA, United Kingdom, Puerto Rico, Sweden, Japan, the list goes on. And we talked about it repeatedly, the articles that have come out from China just in the last month discussing vitamin C and what it does, especially when it's given intravenous. Another article from Dr. Ching, who is a U.S. board certified specialist in anti-aging medicine, said over 2,000 people have died of the COVID outbreak. This is back in February. And he goes, I have yet to see or hear any large intravenous vitamin C patients being used in any of these cases. He said early and sufficient large doses of vitamin C are critical. Vitamin C is not only a prototypical antioxidant, it's also involved in virus killing and the prevention of viral replication. The significance of large doses of vitamin C is not just an antiviral level. It is acute respiratory syndrome 
basically that helps to fight acute respiratory syndrome that kills most people from the COVID-19. Therefore, we call it worldwide discussion and debate on this topic. So now anyone saying that vitamin C can stop the coronavirus or at least help reduce the symptoms and severity is now being labeled as promoting false news or false information. Even though they've totally cured it just with IV of course, I, I, it's GMO ascorbic acid garbage, if you ask me. And I'm not saying it can't work, because it does, evidently. Um, I'm not wild about that approach, just because of the whole GMO uh, ascorbic acid. They get it from GMO corn, okay? Uh, but evidently, there's enough in that that they could still cure it with, with IV um, ascorbic acid, essentially. I would much rather personally take a more balanced approach not only that iv chelation or not iv chelation but iv vitamin c is not practical from the standpoint of you've got to go to an md to get it and if it was widely available yeah i think they could use it on the covid19 patients sure but if everybody if there was it's in other words you're not going to run an iv in your own house to prevent covid19 it's not practical (laughs) for 99 0.99% of most people. They're not going to run an IV in their own house of of ascorbic acid. But it is practical to have your own vitamin C, your own zinc, your own D3, your own iodine, your own calcium, those types of things, and selenium, on hand and be taking them at smaller doses, particularly if you think you've been exposed maybe a little bit throughout the day, maintaining a steady state dose in the bloodstream, which is what you're trying to achieve with the IV vitamin C, except it's more of a mega dose, you can, you can achieve steady state doses of all of those things which work synergistically in the body. You're not just putting all your one, eggs in one basket and relying on a big GMO ascorbic acid um, push into the body, which obviously I believe is far better than, than hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine or quinine, which I did study on that, I think it was last week or the week before, on the potentially horrific side effects you can run into. Now, I'm not saying if you were using it to save a life and you're end stage, sure, do that, but you gotta do it with the zinc. You gotta do the hydroxychloroquine with zinc or it's pointless because that's what it does. It drives zinc into the cells. Um, and again, I even gave you where the, the that particular bark that it actually comes from, if you were gonna do a little bit of that um with zinc that would be a great way to drive it but i would only do the natural form of it the problem is is you know you go up on ebay and and look at it you know the the bottle i was they were bidding on one bottle of this stuff it was 150 bucks a bottle and it had like two and a half days to go i don't even know what the final bid was on one bottle of this stuff because a lot of other people had evidently figured that out as well personally i don't think you need it though i don't think you need it just just don't put all your eggs in, in one basket. Take a balanced approach. That's what I try to do with this whole ministry. And and then, you know, having the 5,000 part per million like in Vive, mild silver protein on hand, is the is like probably the ultimate way to, as far as the ultimate insurance policy. But I'm really big on keep the immune system high with the vitamins and the minerals. And it's nice it's very nice insurance to have be able to fall back on the silver. And yes, you can do some silver with it as well. That's also a great way. I'm just saying for, with people that are on a budget and they can't, you know, like they're trying to make every penny 
stretch as far as it can stretch, I would go more the mineral and the vitamin route, rely more upon that. I mean, we're always relying on the Lord Jesus Christ, but I'm saying from a physiological standpoint, relying more on that and then have some of the silver to fall back on worst case scenario, or maybe just take, you know, like a little bit every day. I'm not there, there, thereby you're going to save a ton of money if you take that approach as opposed to just relying on silver, which would be a, a very expensive way to prevent COVID-19 if you ask me. I mean, because it's, it's expensive stuff. Um, anyway, let's go forward here. And now Facebook is taking it so far to actually backtrack and send notices to individuals who have even liked or commented on articles discussing vitamin C therapy as COVID-19 and saying this is fake news. You need to click the who link here so we can tell you why it's fake news. Un real dad the level of propaganda and rhetoric that we are starting to see online and on social media right now that's why it's so critical that people continue to push this information out real dad the level of propaganda and rhetoric that we are starting to see online and on social media right now that's why it's so critical that people continue to push this information out there do your own research you don't even have to listen to me we have hundreds of articles that we post on the website at health masters every single day harrison puts them up there dad corrugates them i add to them we do it every single day and you go do your own research and make your own decision on it but please do not be a sheep and simply go and say, oh, Facebook said it's fake. I better go look at the WHO website because they're going to tell me the truth because we all know that's the most legitimate agency in the entire planet. Please do your own research, do your own background on what's going on, and make an informed consent of what you want to do in the future with everything that's going on, Dan. You know, Austin, you've got to call it like, you know, you know, fake planned resistance. How should I say it that way? You know, you got Donald Trump saying that, oh, he's going to defund the hue for the who, which he doesn't have the authority to do that. It'll be in another boondoggle congressional spending bill with trillions of dollars, including funding for the who. And- it was lip service, and it was just another little bone that he wanted to throw out to appease his base and make him go back to sleep and have everybody point to and say, look, Q, the plan is being fulfilled. See, he really is on our side. Donald Trump could go along with all these wicked, evil, nefarious agendas like he's doing right now or do nothing to stop the, the, the stem the tide of evil coming in on Christians and on conservatives, on people that want vaccine truth, on people that want 5G truth. He could do nothing about any of that, which he's done nothing. He could tell you to take your vaccines and do all the other stuff. But he does one little thing and that appeases his base and they go back to sleep. And they've observed it over and over again. And that's why they, they have kept him in office as long as they've kept him in office, at least in part. Funding for abortion, funding for this. But, but the Trump will say, oh, I'm going to defund all this, which they don't have authority to even do that. And, and so all of this stuff is going to be just a giant circus show. I mean, this is what this is. When they put the Internet together, you know, 30 years ago, they really were planning on using it as a control device. In other words, the massive way we can push propaganda to the general population is through the Internet. Uh, first, they started it with porn. They wanted to get people so they were getting triggered with dopamine triggers with pornography so they could debilitate the, both the mind, the body, and the spirit through pornography, through triggering a man's nucleus of humans. The Playboy magazines or penthouse magazines they had pushed through their frank for school wasn't enough. It wasn't enough pornography. 
they had to, they had to completely and totally destroy the, the minds of the men and the women who get addicted to this filth. Okay. This is, this is where they started. This is all back with Frankfurt school teaching back from the thirties. Well, then they knew they had to find a way to continue to put out disinformation. Well, then the Patriots figured out they could start podcasts and they could start talking about all of this stuff. You know, uh, you, you, you know, we've had multiple people who were podcast guys who've, who've been, who died mysteriously, who started off in the beginning, who really did and said what was true is what was going on. And then what's funny is then we had the group of people coming in with podcasts that were being paid by the Zionists by this group of people who were trying to control us. And this group came in and they started giving us 80% truth and 20% lies. And then all of a sudden they take a whole group of patriots and they drag them aside. This is what the Q movement was all about. And they, they basically did, they, they did, they distort the truth to such a point that they divert the energy that's being channeled into this particular, you know, group to believe that, you know, Q is real. Okay. That he's not really just a psycho, a psychop, you know, CIA psych, psych bot. And so he means to say, um, psyop. They, I don't know, for some reason, both him and Austin think it's psych. It's psyop. Okay. So if you're not understanding what he meant by that, that's what he means. Psyop. All these people start following these guys and just don't want to believe the truth. Because remember, Jesus told us that all this stuff was going to happen in the end times. The, you know, the, the lies, the rumors of wars, all this stuff was going to increase and increase and evil. This was going to increase. It talks about this in the New Testament repeatedly. And then it all goes back down to, again, this incredibly brilliant strategy they had with the Johnson Amendment back in the 60s with the 5013C corporations. Now, I'm not meaning that that's a good thing they did. I'm just saying it was incredibly smart how they did it. It was, it was a horrible thing they did, and it should never, ever been approved. And the judge was basically put the churches under the control of the government indirectly via tax certification or tax exemption. And they had to do what they're supposed to do and not combine politics and the word of God or talk openly about what's going on as far as elections and what people believe. Now, this is what they did. It was, it was pure censorship. And then we basically now have a group of pastors that are just complete and total whips. They, they can't control anything. In fact, yesterday, Terry, who was a former attorney, federal work for the federal government, you know, as a prosecutor, she wrote me and said, uh, starts warning me about what could happen on April the 19th and 20th were two high, which are two high dates in the occult. She says, you know, Deepwater Horizon explosion, Columbine, Johnson Space Center shooting, Hitler's birthday, Oklahoma City, federal courthouses, bombing, Waco, all happened on April 19th or 20th. And then she goes on to say, I looked at several people giving leadership, connecting the dots, information, spiritual guidance, comfort, distractions like you in Austin. But she goes, not, not one of the people that I look to for leadership is on the payroll of a brick-and-mortar church. For my whole life, billions of God's money has been paid salaries to millions of Americans Pastors who now cower in their lovely paid-off homes and prepare one wimpy sermon online sermon per week, parroting the latest government press release. I swear, I have more testosterone than ten of them put together. Now, Terry's a really nice lady. Now, the world can see the institutional church emperors have no clothes, no holy boldness, no ramal word, no willingness to extrapolate the threats we face based on the scary things the Gates minions say, no leadership. And then she goes, seriously, how many payroll ministers and pastors can you look to for strong leadership right now? Decades of sissies in the pulpit giving Sunday school sermons on a third grade level. I just got amen, Terry. 
she's absolutely right. And what we have here is a group of pastors who, i got to be so careful what I say right now, they don't want to make decisions. They get caught up, especially the ones that are with major churches, major institutions. They don't want to be basically castigated from their groups of friends saying, you're a conspiracy theorist. I found out just the other day, I've got a friend of mine that I've known for many years who worked for a, a pastor for many years and I used to go to church there and finally I had enough of it and I left and that pastor now has gone behind my back and told multiple people that were my friends not to associate with us, me or Sharon or Austin or anybody. So finally my one buddy who had gone, gone to that church and had worked for this man said, well, he said he was telling everybody you were a conspiracy theorist and that we couldn't talk to you. Now, what the heck does that even mean? I'm a conspiracy theorist. You can't even talk to me. So my question is this. I question 9-11. I question Building 7 falling down by itself in free-fall form with no planes running into it, which is ludicrous. I question the Pentagon basically being struck by a 757 or 767, whatever it was supposed to be, coming in at ground level of 500 miles an hour, which it cannot be done. You have an air pressure under an airplane that's flying at a high rate of speed. It's pressure under the plane that holds it up. It's like an air envelope. It can't come in at that speed. It's a physics impossibility. And yet there are no videos of planes and then over 500 cameras in that vicinity, all the tapes were seized by the Federal Bureau of Investigation so that nobody could see the fact that it was a missile that hit the Pentagon, which is what I believe it was. In fact, General Stumbleby said, I don't know what hit the Pentagon, but I can tell you one thing, it wasn't, it wasn't an airplane. So all of this stuff isn't getting any better, it's getting worse. And these pastors who are concerned about their 5013C status, who don't want to lose this how should I say, incredible lifestyle that many of them have been, of them have been given, of uh, people giving them money with no accountability. What, is the, what do I mean by that? The books are closed, so you don't know where the money goes. Now, I don't have a bit of problems giving a church money. I've done it my whole life, but I don't like doing it with churches whose books are closed. In other words, I want to know where the money goes. And people say, well, you shouldn't feel that way. The pastor should be able to do whatever he wants to do with it. Well, what if he's going out to Vegas every weekend and picking up whores? Oh, I got your attention with that one, didn't I? I was going nice and slow until I said that one. What if the pastor's going out and picking up a bunch of whores that are boys? Yeah, okay. What about that one? What about the pastor goes out to Vegas a bunch, picks up a bunch of whores that are boys, and basically gets AIDS? What if that pastor is an international TV presence and has a church with 40,000 members, and he's screwing little boys, and he ends up with AIDS, and he dies in his 50s? How about that one? No, it would never happen. I know the pastor. I know who he was. I know who did it. I know him. He's dead. Well, yeah, so, so where is the accountability? Yeah, so now we've got the pastor who picks up little boys in Vegas and basically, you know, whores and basically gets sodomizes and he comes down with AIDS and dies. And we he had a closed book system where nobody knew where the money came from. And this pastor had all these private jets and Rolls Royces. That, that can't be true, Ted. It's true. I just don't talk about it. And I've been behind the scenes with these guys. I, I, guys, you know, it's just some weird stuff. And this is the problem that we run into. They don't want to talk about the truth. They don't want to come out and say, hey, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. Very rarely do you get a TV personality in Christian TV that's not Zionist controlled. You say, why do you always bring the Zionists up into it? Well, because the Zionists are the ones that are being manipulated by the Rothschild banking cartel 
into causing Facebook, Zuckerberg, Rothschild cutout, Bill Gates, Rothschild cutout, to basically do what they do. Bill Gates is instrumental in the World Health Organization as far as pushing the vaccine agenda. We've talked about this repeatedly on the show. So these are the guys that are doing this stuff to us, but we're not supposed to talk about it. We're not supposed to talk about the pastors, the sissies of the pulpit wearing their lacy panties and all the other stuff, they, all this weird stuff they're involved in. We don't we have to talk about all that, okay? Well, let's not forget the makeup. Let's not forget the pastors in the pulpit wearing the makeup. And, you know, I have, well, I'm, I'm not even going to go there. I've had enough. I've got to stop. But, guys, they're good, God-fearing pastors out there. And almost every one of them have books that are open in their churches. The problem is when you allow them to go in and start a church and not have the books open, what ends up happening is it's, it's prone to corruption. And then you get the one that goes, I'm a multi-millionaire, and you guys have got to give me $300 million this year. And I'm like, okay, how much money is enough for you? You're a multi-billionaire. You're claiming that. Your status is a multi-billionaire, but you want another three. How, how much, how deep does your greed gland go? I mean, where, where does it stop? And then you get all the sheeple that are basically locked into this guy. It's like a cult is what it is. And, and, and basically they continue to give him pretty much all the discretionary, all the disposable income they have every month. And he's a billionaire. And he tells them that if you continue to give him all your money, that you'll get a wife or you'll get a husband. I mean, gosh, guys, I, I can't even make this stuff up. I mean, I just, I've seen so much of it. I, I guess I'm, that's why I'm so over the institutionalized church. And before it's over with, we're going to be meeting in houses again anyhow. They're going to stop us from going to churches like they did in China. This whole Chinese model is being used again. Well, the word China's after us. China's doing all of this. No, they're not. The Rothschilds controlled China too. There's been a giant presence with the international banking cartels in China now for many, 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 many years, decades. And there's been a fight there at the top end of the Chinese government as far as who's in control. I'm telling you, who's in control? The Rothschilds are in control. And now the media, our disinformation media, that we could call patriot media, that basically is not true patriot media, is telling us that China's the one who's doing it. And that's the big, that's the big, China controls the doggone airwaves. China controls Hollywood. No, they don't. No, they don't. The Rothschilds control the airwaves. The Rothschilds control Hollywood. One national alternative broadcaster. Gosh. You know, here's the thing. He's, a lot of these guys are now saying that this, this whole thing's a scheme by the Chinese Communist Party. And the deep state. Well, they don't tell you who the deep state is. It's always easy to tell you who the, to use the term deep state. It's the Chinese Communist Party and the deep state that they're doing this right now with the coronavirus to destroy the economy and thereby undermine the Trump presidency. Wait a minute. Did I just say that? That's not even true. But that's what they're saying. It's the Chinese Communist Party that has done this. The Chinese Communist Party didn't close the United States of America. Donald Trump did under the orders of his handlers, the Rothschild boys. Exactly. He's the one who did it. Now he's got a three-step process, which is so complicated. If anything fails to meet to the first and second or third step, they've got to go back to the second step. More government bureaucracy, more Peter Principle, more garbage that you can't maintain, more inefficiency. I mean, unbelievable. It is I believe what he's in reference to there is the three-step, the three-step opening of the country, which we'll never, most likely, get to because our, there's all these parameters that have to be adhered to, and then there is no level four, no stage four, which is ba which would be like total normalcy, like let's say prior to January of this year in America, where you can go and do whatever you want. 
they're never most likely going to let us get there unless there's mass vaccinations and everybody's compliant with it, which is the way the Fauci was acting. All specifically designed to destroy the population of the United States and to render us useless under a communist fascist oligarchy. That's what this is all about. Well, through the Rothschild banking cartel that wants a world, one world government and wants to put everybody under Noahide laws and kill all the Christians to bring us back to where Einstein wants us, where every thought is evil all of the time, which is already, he's already had us there once in Genesis chapter six, and he wants us back there again, this evil God they worship. So this is the group, guys, that does this. It's, it's not the Chinese. <laughs> don't, don't get caught up in that. That's, again, they're tr- well, they're part of the they're part of the problem. I'm not going to say ch- the Chinese are innocent and that they're they, they they play a gigantic part in this whole scheme. But you know, again, Jones doesn't implicate the synagogue of Satan at all. You know, and and just says it's all the Chinese. So again, I think it's important to have balance and to look at the whole big picture. It's a worldwide conspiracy um, on a lot of different levels. Uh, to bring us into this new world order to bring us into the seven-year tribulation under antichrist and false prophet it's not just one group but there are ones that obviously have preeminence to point you at the boogeyman which is the chinese because they control the alternative media in many cases i'm telling you guys all media is compromised 90 percent of large channels and alt media in my opinion maybe as high as 95 percent is being controlled from behind the scenes via advertisers, marketing, payoffs, bribes. I don't even know what the hell it's threats. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. That's why you see all of these alt guys. Who do you, who, who else talks about the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the central banks and the Kabbalah? Who else? Do you- Me. Me. And I have been longer than he's been doing it. A lot longer. So, again, when you make blanket statements like that, like my ministry is the only one that covers this, no one else says this, you're, you're acting like you have all the knowledge pre- present before you on planet Earth and you know exactly what every other people, what every other Christian ministry or person in alternative media is covering, and you don't. That's why I like to stay away from blanket statements. And sometimes I'm sure I slip and, and make them, but... There's a lot of people in alternative media that kind of tend to lean toward those statements, and it's it's like, come on, man. I mean, let's please let's let's not think of ourselves more highly than we probably ought to here, because there are other people out there doing this and have been doing it longer than you might you know you might have ever even thought about being online. No, on alt media that have done entire one hour broadcasts on the Kabbalah talking about Einstein and all the sub-demons and all the their, their weird penis god and all the other... I've done, I've done uh, I think I did, uh, I don't know, 12, 15 parts on that subject, commingling it with the Hebrew Roots movement and the Sacred Name movement and the Hexagram. Uh, all of, and I took more heat for those, and this is... This was prior to 2010. I probably took more heat for those teachings than any other set of teachings I've ever done. Ever. I got more hate mail, more heat on that. And that was prior, then again, that was, you know, probably a good 10 years ago. You can just reference just Kian, Kian, Sabbath versus Sunday. Kian or Sabbath. 
Kian Hexagram, uh, Kian Talmud, Kian Kabbalah, Kian Hebrew Roots. You're going to find so many teachings that I've done on this particular subject. So again, it's, it's just important, I think, to have balance as, as alternative broadcasters who are Christians. Crazy junk they believe. Who else do you know besides our show? Now, I'm not, I'm not bragging on us. I'm just telling you guys that this show, because we don't have any advertisers, you know, we don't have to play that game. Yeah, neither do I, and never, nor have I ever. That Doug Hagman told me years ago that he was had all these advertisers. The show had gotten so huge, and also they started trying to dictate content to him, dictate some what he couldn't couldn't talk about, and so and they said, if you don't do what we tell you to do, we're going to drop the advertisement, and we're not going to give you this money every month yeah. and he told us he said, go ahead and drop the content he said, well, we'll drop, go ahead and drop the advertisement I don't care you're not going to tell me what I'm going to say I'm not going to say this is one of the ways they control us and then of course a lot of times they get people the same way they do with the congressional leaders they get these alt guys that maybe like to do some alternative lifestyle stuff maybe they're transgenders a little bit on the sides as far as <laughs> pretending like they're cross dressers okay. or maybe they're like you know like little boys or maybe they're like staying drunk all the time and they're picking up whores. Maybe they're doing all kinds of weird thing in their off hours and they get themselves on videotape and all of a sudden it's like, well, we figure you better be quiet about this and this and this now. We're going to blow this up on alt media and show everybody who you really are. So then they calm right back down and they do what they're told. I see this all of the time. That's why so many people, you think, and you say, well, that won't happen. Wait a minute, wait. You think the alternative media guys, aren't tempted by the same thing that attempted that tempts the whole world. You think that these guys, if, if a, if a 25 year old supermodel walks up to them and starts being real nice to them, they're not going to be flattered by that. Really? You really don't think they will be. Well, you don't know human nature very well. Now I'm not saying they're going to do anything wrong. I'm not going to say everybody does, but I'm just saying that human nature is human nature. These guys understand human nature. They know what a nucleus of Cubans is. They know what triggers a man. They also know what triggers women. They know how to trigger everybody anytime they want, unless that person is being filled with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis. And then suddenly they don't have any authority or power over them because they don't respond to what they're saying. Guys, it's so important that we understand that as Christians we're held to a higher level of accountability. <laughs> it's so funny, though. One guy who ended up dying of AIDS, <laughs> one of his staff members calls me up one day because I knew the guy really well. And uh, this is the mega peach preacher. He likes to go to Vegas. And he goes, well, he needs to go get a vitamin C IV. He's going out to Vegas to get a vitamin C IV. And, and, I, and I said, why do you need to go to Vegas to get a vitamin C IV? You can get that done in your home city where you are, in your home state. Oh, well, no, he wants to go to Vegas. Well, no, there's another reason you want to go to Vegas. And see, and this is the thing that people need to get and, and, uh, and understand. And also, they want to do some chelation. Now, all this stuff, you got to remember, guys, I've seen it personally. Okay, I've been involved with these people many times, and I understand how they're compromised. Or you get these people on these major networks, which are Zionist-controlled. The other night I was watching some movie, and uh, I was on, it was on the streaming, and it was, there was something about the end times, biblical prophecy. And I got it. The first 10 or 15 minutes was a little bit slow, and all of a sudden, boom, there pops the big Israeli flag. And it was a giant Zionist propaganda campaign leaning on the TV. And I thought, click off, you're stunned. You know, here's the problem that we've got, is that the Schofield Bible has erased the memory of what the Bible really is in the real sense of prophecy to most people who are basically involved in the teachings of that. 
and they don't want to hear the truth about anything else. And so what ends up happening is when things are happening around us, people say, oh, this is just prophecy being fulfilled. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter because we're going to get raptured. We're going to get to leave here before anything bad happens to anybody. Well, here's a newsflash right now. We're fixing to have a 33, 34, 35% unemployment in the United States. I ain't seen anybody get raptured yet. Yeah, how about that? You know, they're rattling the sabers now with war with China, war with Russia, war with more, more war with Syria, war with Venezuela, on and on and on. Ain't nobody been raptured yet. Yeah. We got to go through World War One and World War Two, and nobody got raptured. And about, that's about right, isn't it? How about the 50, 60 million people that died in the doggone Spanish flu of 1920? I mean, nobody got raptured out of that one either, did they? Yeah, just on and on and on and on. How about the millions of Chinese that were, the Chinese Christians that were killed when the communists took over that country? Yeah, they were waiting for the rapture, by the way. They never expected anything to happen to them, but they were, they were killed too. So this is the problem that we have. We've got, a, we have a boogeyman, which now we're calling the coronavirus. You're either with the virus or you're with us. Mr. Trump's pretty much paraphrased words. And we're supposed to sit here and cower in fear in our homes and pretend like, the government's going to save us from a virus that basically can be controlled through vitamin C, D3, potassium iodide, and zinc. But now they're coming back because we, the alternative media, by publishing the articles from orthomolecular medicine, which are full scientific studies with double-blind clinical research in many cases, we're publishing these studies, and now they're coming out, fake news, fake news, fake news. Why? It's always the same people. It's the Kabbalists who own the media, who own the – that control the money supply. It's these guys that control the entire planet right now, whether you want to believe that or not. They're the, they, they, they work for the god of this age, which is Lucifer. Okay, so then now we're going to go to the next video. And again, I'm not playing that to attack anybody that's pre-trip. Okay, I'm not. I just think that he brings up some good points there that are kind of undeniable regarding that whole subject and again whether pre-trib post-trib pre-rav whatever mid-trib you know just good things to to bear in mind <clears throat> now next one i'm going to play just another clip from them i might as well just go ahead and do these back to back and this is from their uh, april 15th show uh, uh subjects they talk about used car market on verge of collapse who's really running the white house trump gives a list of two mer 200 primarily Rothschild Zionist to reopen the country like I said Trump is bought owned and paid for by the Rothschilds and I think that's something that's very important to always bear in mind that he's not in control he's never been in control yes I do think he had some latitude more so at the beginning of his term uh, where he was doing a lot it seemed to be a lot more good as opposed to evil for the first, let's say, I don't know, a couple of years. Uh, now, not to say not to say he did all good either, but then again, as of January of last year, it really started to turn. Okay, and I've given you the reasons for I, for why I believe that happened uh, in those studies I've done back then. But uh, <clears throat> then, Trump is he just a banker, sock puppet? What will the new normal be like in the USA? Obesity is the biggest chronic, chronic risk factor for COVID-19. Are we headed for 18 months of closure? Why are Trump's comments so disconnected? So 
I'm going to go ahead and play this one now. You know, Austin, the most important thing we can do right now is be vocal, like we are on the show right now. You know what I mean? Yes. Like yesterday's show, you guys need to send yesterday and today's show to all of your friends on Facebook, to all of your friends that you have as far as your, you know, your mail, everybody. Everybody needs to get these hyperlinks. And you think, well, my friends won't understand. Okay? Your friends would understand what? That we're telling you guys the truth? Well, no, they're not Christians, and they're going to get a little bit weird if we start talking about Jesus. Okay? Well, do you think maybe that somebody needs to tell them about Jesus? If you're a Christian, just maybe? you think just maybe somebody needs to say, this isn't okay, and that Donald Trump is a figurehead, and he's being manipulated by the New World Order to do their bidding? Maybe yeah, something I forgot to mention before that I at the kind of the main reason I posted that teaching that out of the shadows, a new video that came out about the uh, all the creepy Luciferian satanic behavior in Hollywood that that stuntman saw firsthand. One of the things I saw in that presentation is the ability to give that to somebody that's not saved and get them thinking because it doesn't come off. Um, as um, like preachy or or like um, it doesn't come off like a church sermon. It comes off as a as a documentary, which is what it is. But it's ultimately trying to get the wheels turning in your head to understand that there is this battle of good and evil. And if that's the case, then wow, maybe the God of the Bible is real and is true because we sure know Lucifer is real and Satan is true because that's who all Hollywood, all their A-listers and all their other people out there, that's who they worship. That's what their lives are actually centered around. That's how they got to where they got to. So that, I, I think that it's a really good tool for that. Anyway, I wanted to just to mention that. You need to see the truth of that. I mean, guys, we're still in Syria. We're basically talking about escalating the war in Syria. We're still in Iraq. We're still in Egypt. We're still in Libya. We're still running all the wars that Barack Obama and George W. Bush started. Nothing's changed, though Trump told us he's going to stop all that. Trump's dropped more bombs in his first three years than Obama did in his eight years. Does anybody get that? This is Donald Trump doing all of this stuff. Like I said yesterday, I've had to take several of the Q people down and block them, take them off my. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I can't take the level of ignorance. I, I can't deal with it. <laughs> yesterday, I did another show with another show host, and I was talking to the individual, and, and they were talking about how the Q people get unbelievably angry who claim to be Christians, and they scream and yell and cuss at you in the comments section because you're pointing out that Donald Trump's not doing what he said he was going to do, that Donald Trump is basically being used as a figurehead that Donald Trump basically can't even get rid of Fauci and then says fire Fauci and says, I don't know why I said that. He's a great guy. What the heck? Does Fauci have more power? Well, yeah, of course he does. He has more power than Trump because the Rothschilds have given him that power. This we've got to understand. Michael Schneider wrote an article. He said, now that they're telling us that life in America will definitely not be returning to normal in the foreseeable future. He says, if you thought that this pandemic would pass quickly and that life in America would return to normal, Afraid you're quite for sure in for a shock. Some of the restrictions currently in place will eventually be lifted, but efforts we made to get people back to work 
but life is still going to be radically different from what we'd ever seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, he says, over the past few days, I've been reading the major plans for what comes after social distancing, and you can read them too. There's one from the right-leaning American Enterprise Institute, the left-leaning Center for American Progress, Harvard University Saffir Center for Ethics, and Nobel Prize-winning economist <clears throat> Paul Romer. I thought, perhaps naively, that reading them would be a comfort, but at least then I'd be able to imagine the path back to normal, but it wasn't. In different ways, all these plans say the same thing. Even if you can imagine the Herculean political, social, social and economic changes necessary to manage our way through this crisis effectively, which I don't believe is even true, just open the businesses back up, there's no normal for the foreseeable future until there's a vaccine. Here we go. Here we go. The United States either needs economically ruinous levels of social distancing, a digital surveillance state of shocking size and scope, or mass testing apparatus of even more shocking size and intrusiveness and vaccines. So the head of the Federal Reserve Bank in Minneapolis, another Rothschild appointee, is another prominent voice that is warning that there won't be a return to normalcy until a vaccine occurs. Kasarki, while acknowledging the downside of what a prolonged shutdown could mean, said the yes, barring some middle health care miracle, is looking at an 18-month strategy of rolling shutdowns. 18 months? 18 months? One of the top economists is now saying that if we're not open by May the 1st, that it's going to cause such a ripple through the economic structure of the United States that the United States won't cover, recover economically for 13 years. 13 years until 2033. See, this is interesting. Coreside Research predicting that 15,000 U.S. stores will permanently close this year, setting a new record at nearly doubling its earlier forecast of 8,000 store closings. Pretty soon, our communities are going to be absolutely littered with abandoned buildings and space-available signs will be popping up everywhere. Meanwhile, millions upon millions of U.S. consumers will be falling on hard times. We are in the midst of the greatest spike of unemployment in all of U.S. history, and the number of people taking advantage of the federal government's mortgage finance forbearance program has gone through the roof. And now, listen to this. Here we go. You guys getting ready for this? Here it comes. Over the weekend, our skepticism was confirmed when Reuters, Rothschild, Rothschild controls AP Wire and Reuters, reported that Rothschild's J.P. Morgan, the country's largest lender by assets, which will kick off our earnings season tomorrow, will raise borrowing standards this week for most new homes and loans as the bank there moves to mitigate lending risk streaming. Listen to this. Starting Tuesday, customers applying for a new mortgage through Rothschild will need a credit score of at least 700 and will be required to make a down payment, listen to this, of 20% of the home's value. Whoa! I mean, so if you buy a $200,000 home, you get to know $40,000 in cash and have a 700 beacon score? This is what's happening. For a long time, he says, I've been warning about the flow of credit that would really get tight when the next crisis hits. Now we're here. And America is going to have a much harder time getting loans to buy homes, vehicles, or anything else. And now they're saying because they've closed down the used car auctions and markets, that is a giant glut of used cars that are sitting to be sold and that the used car market is going to collapse as far as pricing. Now, that's just unbelievable. This is an article that was posted on Zero Hedge, and it says, Unpleasant Truth, used car auto market on verge of collapse that could cost companies billions. It says, if you weren't getting a clear enough picture of the auto industry imploding as a result of new car sales plunging, then it's now warning about used car price collapse. Collapse is coming as a result of used vehicle auctions grinding to a halt along with the rest of the the country and vehicles piling up at places where buyers and sellers transact secondhand cars, according to Bloomberg. So here's the deal. If you have all of these lease vehicles coming back off of lease, 
that are going to the auction, and you have a giant glut of these auction cars, then these cars are going to massively reduce the value. They think, well, that'll be great. I can buy a used car for a better price. Yeah. But what if you want to trade your used car in on a new car? What's going to happen? Instead of your truck that's two years old being worth $50,000, your truck that's going to be two years old being worth $20,000, and the new truck is still going to be $70,000, so you're going to have to finance a $70,000 bike difference. That's a lot of money. See, and this is the problem that we're running into. It is all being done because we've closed the economies down. And the basically the Rothschild cutout circus clown act of Washington, D.C., with Donald Trump saying, we need 200 Rothschild flunkies to come in and teach us how to reopen the economy is about the dumbest thing I've heard in my entire life. And I'm not, I'm not, and I don't usually say stuff like that. Uh, that's, that sounds like an hyperbole, but it's not. I'm serious when I say that. All he has to do, but he's being told what to say, that's why he's saying this stupid stuff, is that we're going to reopen the economies. Let the capitals, let, 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 let the capitalism figure out what's going to happen, and we'll straighten it back out again. We, the business owners, will straighten this mess back out again. But if you take in, you regulate us, and you continue to do all of this crazy stuff and giving us all of these rules, it's going to completely and totally destroy everything, and we won't be able to fix it. And here's an interesting article from BuzzFeed that says, Trump's coronavirus briefings are just another chance for him to break your brain. There's never been anything like Trump's daily White House press conferences before. I mean... I mean, he's talking now he has, because he's, he's talking in the briefings that he's the largest person on Facebook. Why does anybody care that Donald Trump is the largest person on Facebook? <laughs> despite, despite calling calls for reporters to dismiss his briefings, it's hard to turn away when you have such unfettered insight into the mind of the most powerful person in the world, lies, insecurities, and all one day, one day, centuries from now, historians will read the White House record and find in the midst of a global pandemic, Trump was delivering untested medical advice. I mean, why don't we talk about vitamin C, vitamin D3? Why don't we talk about potassium iodide? Why don't we talk about all this stuff? You know, I mean, so this is crazy. This, the, the incomplete sentences that he speaks in and the staccato delivery that he gives, it's, just, it, it's, it's mind-boggling. And they're saying it's breaking people's brains trying to listen to this. It says, none of this could be a surprise. In his seminal paper on narcissism, published in 1970, Otto Kernberg laid out the very clear the characteristics of someone with pathological narcissism. The patients he saw, he said, he wrote, present an unusual degree of self-reference in their interactions. Trump's always talking about himself, a great need to be loved and admired by others, and a curious and apparent contradiction between a very inflated concept of themselves and an uncoordinated need for the tribute of others. I mean, all of these things are basically exactly Donald Trump. They experience little empathy for the feelings of others. They obtain very little enjoyment from life other than the tributes they receive from others or from their own grandiose fantasies. And they feel restless and bored when external glitter wears off and no new sources feed their self-regard. White House briefings provide this glitter. Now, guys, I'm not saying that this article in BuzzFeed wasn't written by another Rothschild funky who basically is trying to tear up Donald Trump even worse than Donald Trump's tearing up Donald Trump himself. The problem is, is that we've got to look at the fact that we have a president who doesn't really have any power anymore. They've taken it away from him. And we've got the international banking cartels making the decisions on who's going to be dictating the reopening of the country and what we as the individuals in the United States are going to do as far as the loss of our freedoms. This is the problem that we have. The United States government, corporation, whatever you want to call it, after the bankruptcy of the early 30s, is basically bankrupted itself again, and we're back in receivership again, just like Franklin Delano Roosevelt had to 
take and steal all the gold from everybody again back in 33 and open up the exchange stability fund. We're having another cycle, another cycle that's lasted. This is 19, that would be 19, let's see, 1930, that'd be 70, that every 90 years, 90, so quite close, almost 90 years now, we're having another cycle happening again. So what are they going to steal this time? What are they going to take this time to cover this unbelievable banker fantasy debt that they've created from the Ponzi scheme they've run? And Donald Trump is their, is their, is their basically their, 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 their do boy. These guys, are the Kabbalists. These are the Luciferians. This is the priest class that runs the planet. These guys are the guys that go bump in the night. These are the guys that worship that snake in the tree guy. This is, this is who these guys are. And they want to now collapse the entire world economy because out of chaos will come their new world order. So are we really going to be looking to Donald Trump? No. Hold his feet to the fire, guys. Stop with this doggone Messiah complex that he's given so many Christians that they think he's in the second coming of Christ. I mean, he's not. He, he's a corrupt career politician, not politician, he's a corrupt career business guy that's worked with the mob, who basically was a reality TV star, who basically was given a position with NBC, with The Apprentice, to get him in our faces for all of those years, making us think he knew how to run businesses. I remember one time on one of The Apprentice episodes, he did. I remember he told everybody to put together a toiletry kit for first-class air flights. You think, come on, Ted, do you really remember that? Yeah, I really remember that. He actually wanted to have them put a toiletry kit together is what people needed after he got off a seven-hour flight flying to England, what the best toothpaste was, what the best this was, what the best this was for a toiletry kit. All right, that's the president of the United States. He developed the best toiletry kit. I think he should have stayed with toiletry kits. This is ridiculous that we've got this guy in here, and he won't come out and tell the truth of what's happening in any of these press conferences. They've got to have something on him so diabolical, so bad, or he's so scared they're going to kill him or his family that he's willing to do anything they want. Or it's all a show, and his Kabbalah son-in-law and his Kabbalah's daughter are calling the shots through some wizard who's telling them what to do. What a mess. Austin, what do you think? No, there's definitely no doubt about it. I mean, there's there's some strange stuff going on behind the scenes. And, I mean, I think a lot of it is there's there's some type of dirt in on him. I mean, there's no question about it. But, I mean, when you get to that level yes. of power and that level of wealth, there's there's always somebody that has something on you at some point. That's the problem with it. But also, too, in other news now, they're starting to come out with the the news that came out last year how the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has donated more than $21 million to developing a vaccine technology tattoo-like mechanism injects invisible nanoparticles into the skin that now be tested in the vaccine against the virus that causes COVID-19. Now, this is the same technology that he started working on with the ID2020 system back in 2018. Most people thought it was complete and total nonsense, that it would never happen, and now he has spent over $21 million working on this for COVID-19. The microneedle technology is also being is set as injectable technology funded by them, which embeds under the skin a vaccination record visible by near-infrared light that can be read by smartphone technology. They're funding the technologies with aims to enable them to in house-to-house vaccine campaigns undertaken by people with minimal training. Researchers from the University of Pittsburgh reported in their study published April 1st in the Lancelot Journal that their micro-needle patch vaccine against the COVID-19 
virus basically is starting to come together. They said prompted robust antibody production in mice within two weeks. The patch resembles a spiky piece of Velcro with hundreds of tiny microneedles made of sugar. The needle pricks just into the skin and quickly dissolves, releasing the vaccine into the tiny abrasions and inducing a potent immune cell response despite the minute amount of vaccine material, far more potent than an intermuscular injection. Guys, wow. I'm sorry. You, you read that, and that's just like, the fact, do you understand how potent this vaccine material is going to be? They're going to be able to use these microneedles that basically cause abrasions on the skin. It's going to be absorbed right into the bloodstream. What level this vaccine is going to be at to be disaffected, and then it's going to leave a biomarker imprint on you that you can scan with an infrared light on a smartphone? Wow, now we're starting to see that this whole thing was already planned from the beginning with Bill Gates years ago with that technology, and now he's finally got a reason to use it on the American populace, Deb. You know, the crazy part about it is is that, Austin, you know, we pretend like this isn't real, or we don't, but we, we always tell the people that it's real. But we've been telling everybody this is what the goal has been with this microtechnology and the smart dust, and here we go. By the way, obesity is the biggest chronic risk factor for coronavirus hospitalizations in the largest U.S. study of COVID-19. So in other words, if you're two, three, four, five hundred 500 pounds overweight, you're going to have a massive increase in risk because you're probably already suffering from heart disease, diabetes, and high probability of cancer. Researchers found that almost half, 46% of patients were over the age of 65, and those under 60 were twice as likely to need hospital care with ventilators if they were obese. Wow. So here we go. They're finally starting to tell us the truth. that There's all of these underlying factors that are increasing the risk of COVID-19 deaths. Guys, any type of respiratory disorder for a person who's massively overweight is going to be very, very dangerous and in some cases fatal. And, again, I'm going to say this to you guys. It's the D3K2, 5 to 10,000 IUs a day. If you're going to go higher than that, you're going to have to get your blood tested. It's the vitamin C, 4 to 6,000 milligrams a day, 40 to 60 milligrams of zinc a day. If you get a sore throat, take astragalus, but don't get in a sauna or a steam room if you take astragalus because it won't you sweat properly. If you're going to take astragalus, you need to also be taking prostate support. If you take these types of supplements, and black, and black, black seed oil is amazing too. So you have the C, the D, the black seed oil, the potassium iodide. You know, all of these products work together to keep that immune system really, really, really strong. I mean, we've been saying the same thing since January. If they had to listen to the Ted and Austin Brower show at the highest levels, of course, the Rothschilds aren't going to listen to us. <laughs> They would have been able to – their whole goal was to shut the economy down. This whole thing's been planned for, for years. This is what they've been planning on doing. Just like they've already got this whole – how should I say, you know, the virus this, – this whole vaccine's already – it's already been produced, guys. They're holding off releasing it because they don't want us to ask questions of how would you get that in four weeks. Okay, remember, it, Israel already said back in February they had, the, they had a vaccine. You know, whatever, yeah. This morning I was on ManCow's show. And he said to me, he goes, you think the Chinese need to be punished for what's being done with COVID-19? COVID I said, no, no. Okay, so that was about the most pertinent parts there. Uh, okay, we're at 115. I'm, I'm looking at how much time I've got on here. Okay, so we're going to be listening to a video from Reed Hen Henricks from Valor Ridge. Um, and it's entitled, How Did Our Founders View Emergency Government? 
Again, I'm just trying to give you a lot of different perspectives on what's going on here from different people in different fields. He's more uh, specializing in Second Amendment firearms type of type of issues, and I, I think he he's got some really good videos. They're typically pretty um, succinct, and um, I I just like the way he approaches things. Ever since I was a young man, I always looked at people that came before, that we could find wisdom, we could find lessons in how they dealt with things, and how they dealt with tyranny, and how they dealt with oppression, and how they dealt in good times and in bad. And I think the lessons that we can take from a lot of the people that came before us is that they were a very hardy people. They were a hardy people that used reason and evidence and facts, and they were able to come to very logical conclusions. Uh, I've got uh, several volumes here. Uh, I've got uh, The Life, Correspondence, and Speeches of Patrick Henry. So let's see what kind of conditions that the colonists were in in 1774. Here people have been very sickly, but hope the sickly season is nigh over. Uh, my dear daughter has been ailing for two or three days with a fever, and the children are doing well. Uh, he talk, she talks about illness and sickness. And back in those days, there were large, large amounts of sickness in the colonies. There were things like smallpox, there were things like cholera, and the death rate was very, very high. Uh, in fact, mo many women died during childbirth. Uh, the things that we take for granted today, like things that we take, for example, living to 75, 80, 90 years old, uh, most people take that as a given, whereas back in these days, people realized that to live to be 70 or even 60 was considered a long, blessed life. So in this same climate, in this exact same year, uh, Patrick Henry talks about civil liberties. He talked about upholding the rule of law, and by the rule of law, he meant natural law. So in this same climate, Patrick Henry rose up and talked about infringements on his personal liberty and the in liberties of other Virginians as well as the rest of the colonies. He says, a well-regulated militia composed of gentlemen and yeomen is the natural strength and only security of a free government, and that such militia in this colony would forever render it unnecessary for the mother country to keep among us for the purpose of our defense, any standing army of mercenary soldiers, always subversive of the quiet and dangerous to the liberties of the people, and would obviate the pretext of taxing us for their support. That the establishment of such a militia is, at this time, peculiarly necessary by the state of our laws for the protection and defense of the country, some of which have already expired and others will be shortly so. And so he discusses the importance of armed citizenry for the protection and the maintenance of rights, and that standing armies, standing agencies, if you will, would require large amounts of tax revenue to support, and that it was wholly unnecessary when we ourselves could be the defense. Well, it's during times like this when I realize uh, people's fears and irrationality, and uh, when I look at people that are clamoring for, with their hand out for, for crumbs uh, from, the, from the feast that we already provided government. And they hold their little hands out saying, please give me your crumbs, even though we are born to sit at the seat of honor at such a table. Folks, I want you to read some history uh, while you've got time. I want you to read about people like Patrick Henry. I want you to read about people like Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin and George Washington and Richard Henry Lee. And I want you to read how they... Now, a lot of them were occultists, though. Washington and Franklin and these types. And Jeff Jefferson was a deist. But I, I did. I've done studies on Washington and uh, Benjamin Franklin and those types of things if you want to key those in. 
viewed government. And I want you to read how they viewed their natural liberties and how they viewed freedom and what government's role was in preserving and protecting those liberties and what to do about it when government becomes the biggest violator. Yes, they dealt with diseases far more deadly than what we have today. They dealt with in places where diseases would wipe out a quarter, 10%, 5% of the population at times, and that was considered a good year. Uh, so when we are told and sold a bill of goods about modern diseases with ever decreasing death rates, the longer this thing goes on, they become smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. I want you to compare that with history, and I want you to compare that with the responses that our founders had uh, to crisis, what our founders saw that we should do during times of crisis, and how they handled themselves, and how they spoke, right. and, how and, and, and how they didn't tell everybody to give up all their liberty and rights to combat the typhus plague or the cholera or whatever was going on at that particular time that wasn't even something that was you know bantered about but and that's why he's saying look back on these founders look back on our history to understand how we've handled this in the past uh and looking at the insane way it's being handled now comparing the two inspired confidence in others see what passes for leadership today would have been laughed out of the entire forum 200 years ago and that includes both sides of the political aisle i think our founders would look with contempt upon our leadership today i think people's expectation of government today is pretty sad considering the price that our founders paid for our freedom and liberty and i think we need to recalibrate what we expect government's role should be. See, government isn't a provider. If, in fact, is the other way around. We are the ones that provide for them. Uh, they don't provide for us. In fact, they only take from us. Uh, they constantly take our resources and then decide to play the social engineer at all times, regardless of who's in office. So I think we need to read some history. I think we need perspective. And quite honestly, folks, I think that we need to be the leadership uh, within our sphere of influence that our children and grandchildren deserve. And it's time that we start acting and start emulating the people that came before us, uh, the people whose shoulders we are standing on. And that leadership requires that we provide and protect for others in our lives, our family and our friends. And no other times illustrate the importance of self-sufficiency than right now. Self-sufficiency means that we have the proper supplies on hand, that we have the mental, spiritual, and emotional strength to help deal with that, and also a way to protect it. And no other skill is as important than protecting what you have against violent criminals or people that would seek to take from you unjustly or out of a climate of fear. The firearms industry has been deemed as essential. Nation Wide. And that includes gun shops, that includes gun stores, ranges, uh, firearms teachers such as myself are have been deemed essential and that we are to remain open uh, in order to provide the essential service of the Second Amendment to the citizens of this nation. And given that we are an essential industry, what you need to do is you need to come out and learn how to defend yourself and your family with either your pistol or your rifle. We will certainly provide these services for those that seek our assistance and we'd be more than happy to do that for you. This is Reed Hendricks of Valor Ridge reminding you the lessons that we learn are written on the tombstones of others. We'll see you on the ridge. ValorRidge.com. He does offer firearms training, as he was talking about there. Um, anyway, I, I, just, I really like that guy. Uh, so, okay, that's all we have for part three. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and end part three here and uh, 
Lord willing, we will see you next week for some more audios.